Jim Boswell alongside Kevin Nichols, and today we're going to be talking about how to let clients know that you're open for business. And we're really going to be talking about two concepts, right? We're going to talk about having a conversation with your clients about your capacity, and then we're also going to talk about having a conversation with them about your ideal client profile. Much of this comes down to perception, and most people know when you're newer to the profession, their perception is you're hungry, you need business. Let's try to find some opportunities to network them in with people that we know. As you get more experience, that perception changes. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times financial advisors put off the appearance of success mm -hmm. that we run a great business. And part of that is uh, it's all good stuff. You want people to think you're successful, but at the same time, you want to let them know that you're open. I'd like some new relationships. I think that's really interesting that you bring that up. So like the, this kind of era of success that I don't necessarily need new business right now. And also a lot of times they have that era of like exclusivity, right? That I just don't take on anyone, everyone. And that's true. Right. And, and for, for many um, advisors, that's true, but that doesn't really lend itself well to being someone who, you know, if am I comfortable sending people your way, knowing that you might turn them away? Well, I had a, an advisor a while back who told me that when he started to open up with people about what that ideal profile actually looked like, he had more than one person tell him, gosh, you know, I, I really thought you were more of like the $10 million plus space. Mm -hmm. He was like, no, I would take a million to three million all day long, but I put on this such, I put, he, he went to such an extreme to say, I'm big, important, my clients are well to do, right. that it actually turned off a lot of really qualified clients. So let's talk about this first concept today, and that is, that is capacity, right? And I like this conversation that you, that you can have with your clients around some of the inner workings of your business, right? Kind of letting them um, behind the curtain a little bit and letting them know things that you're working on and why those things have led to you having some freed up capacity to take on some new relationships. A lot of times we keep things behind the curtain that clients would be really interested to know. Mm -hmm. I had an advisor I talked with a while back who said they'd, they'd gone through this uh, brainstorming session, he and his assistant, where with sticky notes, they put it all up on the wall and all the things they were working on within their business. He's like, it was really great. We had a you know such a productive di discussion that when our next client was about to come in, we were thinking, I don't want to pull all this down. We spent a lot of time getting all right. this right. Let's just leave it up. They won't care. Right. And what he found very, very quickly is that the clients were fascinated by this discussion. They were looking at all the different sticky notes. They were impressed that this advisory team had so many things they were working on. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a parallel to what we're talking about today in the sense that we don't have to be so guarded with how we run our business. And when we let people in behind the scenes to say that here's what we're working on to better serve our clients, here's what we're working on to grow the business, all of a sudden it may click to them that, hey, they're still in a growth mode. I know they're successful, but they're still growing. Exactly. I think that, that's that's well said. So so think about you know, this capacity conversation and what you're changing within your business to free up some capacity. So is it, um, you know, hey, Stephen, just to let you know, we recently added Chris to the team and we're really excited about that. And that's going to free up some internal capacity to take on some new relationships. Right? Yeah, I think a team adding team members yep. is a natural, what, regardless of their capacity. Yeah. If they're coming in as another financial advisor, that's a no brainer, right? Mm -hmm. we've, we've added some team that, you know, that, that can help in servicing clients. If it's an assistant, same thing. If it's a planner, same thing, just yep. a slightly different conversation. So think about it. Every time you add somebody new, great chance to go back to clients to say, hey, we're adding because we're growing and we want to continue that growth. Yep. Um, also think about maybe you've made some changes to the way that you manage money. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's an impetus to say, hey, you know, we're streamlining some of our in investment work. We've got time right now to, uh, to welcome on some new families. 
maybe it's you just invested in some new technology, right? That's going to, again, free up some internal capacity. So you're thinking about, you know, I, I feel like you, you don't necessarily just want to come out and just say, hey, by the way, I need some new business, right? <laughs> so like what you want to do instead is, you're, you're, is you're, you're explaining, you're letting clients know kind of what you're working on internally and why that's freed up some capacity and that we are open to taking on some new relationships. Absolutely. So uh, square one, capacity conversation. Mm -hmm. The close counterpart to that is what we're going to talk about next, which is your ideal client profile. Clients often don't know, I mean, for the record, a lot of advisors don't know what their ideal client profile is, so it'd be real hard for their clients to understand it. But clients don't understand oftentimes who it is that you'd really value as having a, a, as a new client. Well, when we talk about this with advisors, and I think that's an interesting point that a lot of them don't know, they immediately go to assets, right? Well, usually at least 500,000 investable assets and blah, 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 and, and they have the right attitude and this and that. And those aren't things that are very client friendly. Like clients are talking to, and I'm not talking to my, my friends about, hey, how much investable do you have, right? Like I'm, that doesn't happen. Oh, investable assets or how, do you, <laughs> how, how much do you micromanage your financial advisor and do you take their recommendations? Mm -hmm. We don't talk about it. Yeah, That's you don't exactly talk about right. that stuff. So, so you have to look at it from a client friendly standpoint of like, what are some things that you can coach your clients on to be on the lookout for? And what we're trying to do is to narrow their focus. We don't want them thinking broadly. If I mm. run into anybody who's got a couple of dollars out there, I want to route them to my financial advisor. Mm, good in point. fact, we want to narrow their thinking because it's going to make it more real in their mind. It's going to be stickier in their mind. Mm -hmm. So as opposed to if I'm the financial advisor, Kevin is my client and Kevin's a physician, instead of me telling him, hey, whenever you run across anybody you think needs an advisor, here we are. Right. I'm going to have Kevin thinking more about Hey, as you're out there and you're, you know, you're running across other physicians and surgeons, think about some of those who are within a few years of retirement. We can often be a huge help for them, mm -hmm. right? So I'm narrowing his scope a little bit. Yeah, and I like what you said. Like, think of me when fill in the blank. Um, so you know, this could be an occupation, which you just mentioned, right? It could be a life event that they're going through. Um, I mean, but but you're you're. It has to be something that from the client perception that they can clearly see. They can right? get their arms around. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so let's think occupation, the company they work a for. Yep, that's it could fine. be a neighborhood they live in. Mm -hmm. It could be anything that, uh, that, that matches up with some of what you're looking for from an ideal client perspective, but just not in assets terms. So and, I was gonna say, so like, and when you're asking for that, right? Like you're gonna stop short of what? Like you're gonna stop short of saying, hey, by the way, um, yeah, think of me when you're, you know, you're talking to any of your physician friends, and by the way, who are some of them? And can you write them down? Right, like and estimate that, their assets yeah, for me. Yeah, but that's like that's kind of some old school referral training that we just can't stand. And and our research, when you take a look at it on affluent investors, those with at least five hundred thousand investable assets, um, they have a negative reaction. Eighty three percent have a negative reaction when they're put on the spot. Yeah, so let's think about this less as a, a push, I need names, give yes. them to me, and more as an overtime, you know, a, a drip technique over oh, time. That's good. So this isn't going to be one big conversation you have with a client where you come out with, here's my ideal, and think about me, and they're going to they're gonna run with that forever, mm -hmm. right? This is going to be over time us reinforcing this. So how that might happen is, let's say, uh, let's say we added a new team member great time to do it, right? Let's say that Kevin's coming in and I just I just want to reinforce to him that I really like working with physicians, yeah. right? That, that maybe that's a good time to do it. But over time, I'm trying to make sure that the mantra that a client understands is, Stephen's open for business, 
And here's who he's looking for. If I run across anybody, here's how I might put them in front of Stephen. That's that's exactly right. So let's let's marry the two concepts. So yeah. like the capacity uh, conversation and the ideal client profile conversation. And a script might look something like, you know, hey Stephen, just wanted to let you know um, we're really excited. We added Chris to the team recently, and that's going to free up some internal capacity. Um, so we're we're looking to take on a handful of new relationships this year. So think of us when, you know fill in the blank, right? Think of us when, and then you just kind of, you bring that, those two concepts together, and that's a pretty powerful script. Um, one other point I wanna make about the ideal client profile conversation too that, that, um, that I, I forgot to mention was that we have some research on this, right? We have some research on advisors who are bringing in more unsolicited referrals. We actually had three groupings. We had a group called laggards, middlers, and generators. Mm -hmm. And generators were those who brought in more referrals every year. They brought in 10 or more referrals. Laggards on the flip side brought in between zero and two. So when you look at some of the behaviors and traits of generators, one thing that stuck out was that their top clients understood their ideal client profile. 83% of generators replied that their top clients understood that ideal client profile as compared to 64% of laggards. Yeah, so this, this conversation is not one that we just kind of dreamt up and we thought, oh, you know what, you should start doing this. Advisors should start doing this. This is a good idea. This is a research-based concept. Yeah, absolutely. And think about uh, how all this plays out. So you have that conversation with somebody. One thing that you might want to throw in at the end, so, hey, we've got capacity. Here's kind of who we work best with nowadays. Mm -hmm. Keep you know, think about us in those situations. You might also throw in hey, one of the most natural ways to make this happen is if you're in fact doing a number of client events throughout the year, is to to put that in of how this all might take place. You know, hey, anytime you have somebody you'd want us to meet, I'm happy to go to a, a just a you know let's all grab a beer, put them in front of me. Or hey, we're doing a series of events. If you think of anybody who fits those mold, we'd love for you to bring them basically in a way um, letting them visualize how that introduction might take place yeah, right making it real in their mind that, that, it, that it could be really a simple way to introduce us to people I like that I think that's really interesting that could be part three of, of the the entire script here well but, because you don't want anybody thinking that well for me to make this happen I need to talk with them about how they uh, how they're currently having their money managed who mm, they're using right. we don't even have to go through any of that it's just like hey I'm open for business here's who I'm looking for and here's how you could put me in front of people in a really non-threatening easy way right and uh, let's make it happen a lot more often so again today today's concept is about letting clients know that you're open for business and educating them on your ideal client profile you can't expect them to send you good quality referrals if you don't take the time to coach them a little bit the information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the presenter and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of wealthfest or the oxley institute the mere appearance of content on the site does not constitute an endorsement by wealthfest or the oxley institute the content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. WealthFest and the Oxley Institute do not make any representation or warranties with respect to the accuracy, applicability, fitness, or completeness of the content. Neither WealthFest nor the Oxley Institute warrants the performance, effectiveness, or applicability of any sites listed or linked to any in content. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.